Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Citizen Podcast. Here we are at NCC. Don't you go anywhere. It's so <laughs> great to be here this afternoon. Uh, and so if you're just joining us, this is our kind of our first official recording. And so we have a room full of students, and not all of them you will hear from, but uh, probably most of them. And, uh, uh, and so why, first of all, why is it called the Citizen Podcast? Why? Does anybody remember why? I will tell you why. Citizens of Heaven. Because we are all citizens, and that name applies to everybody, and that puts us all on the same level. Nobody's better than anybody else here in this room. Secondly, the Bible says that you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of God's household. Mm -hmm. So we are fellow citizens and saints at the same level, talking about real world things. And so uh, this is Pastor Todd that is speaking, and I want to go around the room and you can just introduce yourself and uh, your first name and what grade you're in. You two, we have two that actually aren't students, but... You can talk about yourself for a second. Okay, you don't have to give your last name. Okay, so I'm going to go start with my left, Alex. My name is Alex, and... Thank you, that is great. Well done. Yeah, on to the next. I guess I'm one of the leaders of this city. I don't know. What do you say to that? I work at a bank. I'm involved in our church. I'm pretty lost at this time. I don't know. On to Hannah. You don't have to get into your personal life. (laughs) I was going to say... Okay, uh, yeah, my name is Hannah. I'm also a leader at the city, and I'm in my second year of university. I'm Alicia. I'm in grade 12. I'm Matthew, and I'm in grade 10. I'm Quentin. I'm grade 9. Uh, I'm Adriana. I'm in grade 11. Noel, grade 9. This is fantastic. So we've got this amazing room full of amazing students at different levels of life, and this is really great. Today we're talking about uh, a little bit about woke culture. So we've spent the last three weeks in the city talking about woke culture, cancel culture. Really, what does it mean to, to love others and, and love? Well, it isn't always love. And so we're just going to kind of talk about these things freely and openly. One of our, our, our uh, students here in the room has got to take off and he wants to leave a statement. So he's going to open us up today. Oh, hi. Yes, and he's going to talk about his questions or things on his mind about woke culture. And then he's got to take off. So go for it. Okay. Matthew. Sure. Thing about woke culture that well, my, myself don't really like is that most people are just attacking people who doesn't know what like they how to say it like let's say should I use this as an example? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Please do. Let's say Quentin over here. So okay. let's say Quentin over here. He is attack. He, he's saying like I'm I'm such a bad person for not support like not supporting these people, not seeing these kind of things like not being like not supporting, not like posting things online. Problem is, mm. I don't even know these things existing. Mm-hmm. Like five minutes ago, and now he's yelling at me about it. Right. That's what's been happening to me sometimes. Okay, mm-hmm. and it's quite hard yeah. like about more culture these kind of things. So just we're supposed to help each other, not attack each other for no reason. Yeah. To educate people, not just hey, you don't know that's your that's your problem. Yeah. yeah. Not my problem that I don't like you because you don't li- know it. Yeah. That just feels like that's just feel like what we were trying to fight against. Yeah. Not we're trying to like. Right. I 
I disagree with what Matthew said. I don't think whole culture is like that. Because most of the time, it's coming from a place of ignorance. And once you have said something over and over again, and you keep on repeating yourself, it's kind of frustrating. Explain it again. So it's going to come from a place of hatred. Like if someone has been ignorant to me, quite frankly, at first I'm going to explain it to you like in a sensible way. But if you keep, like you're not understanding where I'm coming from, and you decide on your own to be ignorant, then mm. that is your fault, not mine. And I can't, I'm not responsible for what you are learning. You're meant to learn it. Like, if you're ignorant, I can't tell you about it. But if you, I tell you about it, I still decide and choose to be ignorant, then it's not my problem. It's your problem and it's in your hands. Yes. Thank you. Can I ask a clarifying question here? Because we might be, um, Matthew, one question for you. Are you talking about, um, as Adriana was saying, like the ignorance aspect or just not knowing altogether and feeling the, I guess you would call it the reception of the aggression for just not knowing? Or in Adriana's case, are you talking about um, like deliberately? Not yeah, deliberately going against what is out there. Well, just to clarify, just a clarifying question because I, I think we have two different viewpoints here and i just want to explain a bit more yes yes where i'm from yes instead of like this world culture that we have we have sort of we split it we accidentally somehow split the entire seven million group seven million people into two big groups Mm. is the anti-government and the supporting government groups Mm. and well if you're in school if not supporting government group you can get bullied by them and you don't know anything about them, people will laugh at you about it. See, so you just mentioned if you don't know nothing about them, right? Whereas Adrienne is suggesting people who know something and yet choose to do otherwise. That's what I wanted to kind of I think you actually are, are in, agreeing with each other. Yeah, There's yeah, really yeah. Different yeah. Different yeah. Yes. yes. Different angle looking at it. But yes. Same so home yes. for you is, you're saying anti-government or programming, home for you is? Well, the far, far land of Hong Kong. Far, far land of Hong Kong. Okay, and Adrienne's talking from Nigeria, but she's also talking about from a student perspective. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. No, and I appreciate okay, awesome. Yeah, that's great. I, I have no idea what's happening because I don't watch the news. There right? you go. Okay, so... And then when so, I walk to school, people laugh at me like, well, you don't get it? You don't oh, get this? Okay, you support see, this? Yeah. You don't post this online? Yeah. It's okay. a bad person. You almost su- you're obviously hate us. Yeah. You don't support okay. us. Okay. That sometimes that's sometimes happening with woke culture, too. Like okay. Yes. Yep. Awesome. Yep. Especially when you're talking about posting online, right? Where, 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 whatever's happening in the mainstream media, you need to post something online, and it needs to look like this. Problem is, would it actually help? That's a great, great question. So no. go ahead. I wasn't going to say anything. Okay. That was my bad. <laughs> I was just saying that earlier. That like, it yes, it does. I guess like spread the word, but it really doesn't do anything to end the problem that you're talking about mm-hmm. exactly and so to tie this together if you're speaking about something that you really don't know about then you're talking about what she's talking yes. about yeah. then you're then you're, you're being ignorant about it yeah. and you're not learning anything you're just speaking about what's something that might be popular mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wow wow that's pretty deep for very early on in the podcast yeah. <laughs> 30 seconds in and we're already talking about that's right we've right. solved all of life's so, problems if you gotta go math you feel free to it's thank fine. you for I'll your word okay Appreciate you. Talk to you later. I'll be back next week. That's right. Last like five minutes again. That's right. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Five minutes a man. So a question that has come up. Uh, could you explain what woke culture is? Sure. Because woke culture. Can oh, like right now? Yes. Like oh, right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I legitimately don't know really what it is. Mm. 
Like I know this so here's the, here's the, here's the proper definition that I used. It says being aware of and actively attentive to a, important facts and issues. So this is what Matthew was just talking about, but especially in regards to race and social justice. So having eyes and ears open to everything happening in the world, every single issue. Woke refers to being aware of or to be well-informed in a political or cultural sense, especially regarding issues surrounding marginalized communities. It describes somebody who has woken up to the issues of social justice. So mm. when we started talking about this, so I, I think what we're talking about, when Matthew was talking about this and Adriana was talking about this, was kind of the term woke police. People coming in and, and, and voicing that, hey, they know and you, and you don't and you're wrong, yeah. right? So woke police is a term used by critics of the movement as a way to negatively describe those who identify as woke and they fight for social justice issues. And sometimes, unfortunately, to Matt, who's not informed, Matthew, who's not informed, and saying, I don't want to be informed. I don't want to watch what's happening on the news. I don't care what's happening in culture. Mm -hmm. Or they're fighting on social justice where they are informed, and but ignorantly informed. So that's what Adriana was saying. Like, you're wrong. What you're saying with a loud voice is not right. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and so the, the term is used to claim that woke people are policing others' actions and words. So in other, in other words, they would listen to this podcast specifically looking for, for um, into our words. And what did we say? It, but how did we say it? Mm -hmm. That's even worse. It's like, oh, it sounded like you said it like this. and I'm going to take it like this. Mm -hmm. Therefore, you're wrong. And so, um, so yeah, so that kind of gives you an idea. So predominantly, though, in in that's why we started off talking about discrimination at the city, and and so we asked that question of Have you been personally or at any time in your life experienced discrimination, and how did that make you feel? Mm -hmm. Anybody want to share any any specific examples of that in your life personally? As a black woman living in Canada, I have experienced racism, unfortunately. A specific example is when uh, I went to a store and <laughs> the security was following me around. So I was so confused. Oh. I was like, why are you following me around? Because like where I'm from, most people are like black, so like no one really cares about like racism. Like it's not really a big deal. Mm -hmm. Then I came here, like I saw the security guard from around. I was like, okay then, this is not weird at all. Like I felt so uncomfortable around here. Sure. Yeah. And like another time in the school, a student was like it's black history month over so i could stop being nice to you and i was like okay then yikes no okay then, okay, then. Wow. so yeah it's just all these like microaggressions that make you feel very um microaggressions that's a good word uncomfortable and like you like you're in a position where you can't even like begin to explain yourself so you just feel very powerless yes mm -hmm. yes wow adrian thank you for sharing that yeah, wow. <laughs> Discrimination is defined as the unjust or prejudicial treatment of different categories of people or things, especially on the grounds of race, which she just shared. But age, right? Everybody, anybody mm -hmm. treated lesser because they're young? Yeah. Like you don't know, right? I don't know why I just pointed at you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but sexual orientation, financial status, right? Upper class, middle class, poor. 
And then uh, with the pandemic over the last two years, even vaccination status mm. has, has played a part in being discriminated against. Or um, And so, yeah, it's interesting that we talk about woke, we talk about woke culture, and, and so you have police, woke police, who are on their guard to watch to make sure this stuff doesn't happen. And it seems to be, just as you shared, Adriana, it still happens mm-hmm. like crazy, right? Mm-hmm. So it doesn't seem like woke culture works. Mm-hmm. If the, <laughs> right? Like if, if you'd think that, that, so you have a group of, of people or for, hey, I'm woke and I'm gonna be, you know, very attentive to what's happening in the world or what's happening in, on the campus here of NCC and we're not gonna make sure, you know, we are gonna make sure that, that racism never happens. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like it's working though. And, uh, and it, it, even to cancel people, right? Because we talked about cancel culture the week after of, of going, okay, if so somebody treats Adriana the way they do or here on campus or treats Ellie the way this way or Quentin this, this way or every campus, okay, we, we need to cancel those people. Mm-hmm. Again, woke culture doesn't work. Canceling doesn't work because yeah. it's the problem still exists. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So before we kind of move on to exactly, okay, how do we remedy, really remedy this problem mm-hmm. if it's possible? Is there anything good that can come from woke culture or cancel culture or anything? Is there anything good? Anything at all? I would say in a, in a maybe a lighter sense, just uh, I would say awareness, right? Like in and through all of these, there's just this awareness of the things taking place in the world and the things that are going on. Mm -hmm. And I say that in a light sense because we're not going to that extreme where like action is being taken, right? Where we're, you know, verbally coming out and and accusing people or slandering or canceling, right? But I would say just in a, a general sense, awareness of things going on, awareness of the things taking place. Um, and they're not always on a, a large global scale, they're more, they can be more micro, right? As to campus here or workplaces or even like home and family life. Um, and so I would say, yeah, just a general awareness of, of the things taking place is something good that can come from this. Hmm. But I would be very, very cautious to stay there and not take it to that one step further part. Right. Awareness. Right. No, that's great. That's great. Because that's part of the purpose of, a woke, of the woke police is that it's bringing things to light, right? So it's yeah. not okay. So even mm-hmm. even in its attempt to remedy the problem, mm-hmm. which it doesn't do, mm-hmm. how we go about it, it does different. present the mm-hmm. problem maybe in a in a more mm-hmm. kind of obvious, evident way. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Any other thoughts? Anybody else on how it can be good? Uh, just to, like add to what Alex said. It does bring light to this situation or problem at hand because I feel some people don't even know that there is a problem to mm-hmm. begin with. Mm-hmm. So like it just brings light to the situation that there is a problem and you should be educated on the problem. Okay. If that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. So awareness, education, mm-hmm. those are two really great ones. Let's see if we can come up with one more. It's one more positive thing that is happening in the world right now because of this shift in culture. Maybe getting people, I don't know if this is kind of what you said, mm-hmm. Alex, mm-hmm. but it's kind of getting people more involved. Like mm-hmm. if they don't know yeah, about yeah. topic and yeah. then they get educated on the topic yeah. and then they're like, oh wait, no, I'm passionate about this. And then they get involved in mm-hmm. the thing and start helping mm-hmm. the thing, Outreach. whatever okay. that Outreach. is. So it's got them off the couch. 
Okay. Awareness, education, motivation. motivation. See how I just did that? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I get paid the big bucks here. (laughs) That's right. I know how to press the record button. (laughs) That's right. But that's great. Mm -hmm. Awareness, education, motivation. So without without this culture, without this move, without these, without the exposure of discrimination, Mm -hmm. um, people like with the freedom to voice. Mm-hmm. Um, right in Canada, the freedom of speech—they can they can say whatever they want, but then they do face the consequences of whatever they say. And mm-hmm. and so it, it's in somebody speaking out and mm-hmm. being reckless in how what they're saying, even though they're you know they got the freedom to do so. Mm-hmm. It will motivate other people who hear what they're saying. Oh wait, yeah. wait a second, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, wait a second, now I'm getting involved. Yeah. You, you've drawn me out, and I'm involved. That's fantastic. I never yeah. would have thought of those three things. That's great. Quinn, did you have your hand up? Didn't think so. Okay. I think the question. I think a question would be now that we've like established these things. How do we go about navigating these particular situations? We'll call them. Mm-hmm. Um, how do we go about um, navigating them in our everyday life? Right. Like, how do we do it with truth and love and without, I guess, ruffling feathers, right? Or or speaking out in non-truth, right? Because Adriana, you said that like, you know, there are people who are ignorant on this topic and when they come out, right? So how do we kind of go about these things without being ignorant of, of the situation, right? Hmm. The question to ponder. It's great, that's, ponder. A, that's, a, that's an amazing, but I think that's where in our podcast, we will always head there. We always head to right. a place where okay, well, how do we how do we remedy this? Because what we've just talked about is that a problem still exists. Mm-hmm. So the world's way of tackling the issues is not solving the problem, mm-hmm. and so we're still left with a bigger problem. Mm-hmm. As you've got now woke police, and you've got people being canceled, and you know people calling love love that's not even loving to discriminate still or to to cancel somebody else is not loving whatsoever, and so. It points us to a, a need for something higher than ourselves. If we can't solve the problem, someone else has to be able to. Somebody with a with a greater view, somebody with an with an elevated thirty thousand foot view of of kind of the problems. And so that's why we want to look to God in, in helping us answer all these things. And so, question: Can we control other people's actions? No. 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 Okay. Whose can we control? Depending. Ours. Oh. <laughs> We don't have a mic to drop anywhere in here. Yeah, you just slam the table. Bam. <laughs> and so I'm going to give you three things that I want to see. Like you guys can comment on these things. Um, to love your neighbor as yourself. So this is something that we can control, mm-hmm. right? We can't control how we are loved by other people, um, or if people are going to cancel us. Or just as Matthew is saying, he's right. He's being, you know, people arguing with him or yelling at him because he doesn't get it. He can't get. He can't make those people stop. And, but he certainly can control his own actions in that, and uh, and to see this, you know, racism still happen, either on campus or you know uh, wherever that store was that Adriana was, um, um, can't control that. But maybe we can control our own actions, and so we can love one another as we love ourselves, as the Bible tells us to, as, as Jesus tells us to, that no matter who we are. So, is there any? How, how would we do that? Because I think it's some of those things, like I think as a, as a Christian, I don't want to be, and a pastor, I don't want to be somebody who just says something cliche, like, oh, just love people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's kind of cliche. Like, in the midst of this culture, how do we love people well? Any examples? 
Patience. Patience. That's a good example. That's good. First, we need to work on our relationship with the Lord so we can display it to other people. I'm just going to leave now. Wow, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't that's... need to say anything else. So we... <laughs> yep. Dead. Yeah, that's great. Our relationship with the Lord. That's great. Sorry, that was a mic drop. That was a mic drop. <laughs> Phone slam. That was great. For the record, that was Noel. Fantastic. That was really good. Yeah. Anybody else? How? How do we? What's what's another an example of how we can love people in this in the midst of this culture? Patience. What about um, compassion? Compassion. Yep. Compassion. What about um, listening to people? Mm-hmm. I was gonna say understanding. Understanding. Yeah. It's kind of a like me and this one friend I have uh, constantly disagree on every single like world kind of issue or opinion we have Mm -hmm. but we don't fight about it because we just agree to disagree like i understand her side Mm -hmm. she understands mine and Mm -hmm. so we're just like we're not going to fight about this you're not going to change your mind i'm not going to change my mind so we're just going to agree to disagree and we're best friends anyway yeah so it's it's realizing that these things shouldn't divide us Mm -hmm. right um it's what we say like at our churches that we're always looking higher right these things that are kind of on the surface level can't let them split us up and cause you know certain feelings and stuff like that so always look higher so those are great examples those are great um and so i would also say the second thing is kind of what uh, noelle was trying to say was was saying not trying to say what she did say of, of watching out of how we speak and how we act ourselves mm-hmm. so that if we can't control the people's actions we can control ours so how we're loving one another matters but how we speak matters and how we what our behaviors are matters, right? Mm-hmm. Bible tells us that we too will be judged. And the one question I remember back in week one of this series, Alex said, are we really conscious of our Christian identity? Do we really know who we are? Mm-hmm. So we either, well, yes, we're here on a Christian campus and everybody here is a Christian, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. We can't control that, but, but, mm-hmm. but we know. We know who we are, and, uh, and so we're holding on to our faith in, in Jesus Christ and, and remembering that we stumble towards him, right? We're not perfect. We're messy, and, uh, but that's what's so good about the cross is that is, uh, you can't out-sin the cross, and uh, we belong to and represent Jesus here, and yeah, other people might not, and so we just make sure we're conscious of our actions and speech, and um, is there anything anybody wants to add to that? I would say reflect, like what you're getting at, right? Reflecting a Christ-like character in every situation, right? But that stems from what Noel was saying is, is how can you pour out Christ if you haven't been filled with him, right? So I think that's, uh, I would like to add that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody say that. That's good. <laughs> We don't want to clap because it will affect the recording. Oh, so you can just snap our fingers. <laughs> okay, we want to wrap up. We're in about 20 minutes now, so we want to keep it to around this length. And uh, any last things that anybody would say that would suggest either here's what we should be doing um, on on campus in your life as a student? Any things that you should be, you feel like, you know, it's important to remember this? Anybody? Not to be so defensive. I not guess. to be so defensive. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. So, sometimes it's hard to not like, speak 
know what's defensive and non-judgment. So mm-hmm. It's very hard. Yeah. Especially when you know you're right. Mm-hmm. But like not in that sense, like Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. But like when you think your opinion is right and like yeah. it's very hard to see other people's points of view. Yeah. I just think you have to remember that, you know, or yeah. be respectful of other people's views and opinions and also try to understand where they are coming from. Yeah. yeah. Be understanding, be respectful. Don't be so defensive and don't be judgmental. Wow, that was quite the closing statement. Mm-hmm. Anybody want to add to that? I don't know what the verse is, but it's the slow to speak. James, that's in James. That one. Yes. James 3, 5? No. Maybe it is. No, James 1. No. James chapter 1, verse 19. Uh, verse 19. You have James, it right there? Read James it. James 1, 19. Know this, my beloved brothers. Let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. Mm. Perfect. And it's with that advice that we're going to close out today. And so I want to thank everybody who's here in the room as we kind of close off our first official audio podcast here um, at the city. Everybody snap. That's what we're going to do. Whatever. So I want to thank Alex and I want to thank Hannah and Alicia and Quentin and Adriana and Noel for joining us here in our first official podcast. And so be sure to check us in next week. Citizen Podcast here at NCC. Talk to you guys later.